I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the very last episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. How are you, Yaya? I'm cool. How are you? I'm okay. I think I've had a I've had a jam-packed, very interesting past few days, but fun, like in a good way. Okay, what did you do? Um. Okay, so Saturday. I stopped by my homeboy's juice spot. He opened up a juice spot. And then I was at my friend's grandma's house for a minute. And then we went and got... Have you ever been to El Jefe? Yes. Oh, my God. Have you ever... Have you tried that jerk pork burrito? I don't eat pork. Oh, shit. Missing out. I tell you that that thing is so fucking good. Anyways, I really I like. I really like El Jefe. I, me and Nikki went one time, and it was we was like it's all right. Like you know, I'm trying to figure out. Maybe it was a bad day. Maybe it's a chef. They changed the chef at the time. I don't know. Mm, what did y'all get? I don't know. I went to we got we went there maybe like two years ago. Oh. Went there two years ago. Um, it's crazy because the guy I used to date like that's his, the owner's his best friend. And and I wanted to support her, you know, um, but I'm thinking maybe it was an off day because one of my homegirls goes there religiously. Like she goes there like it's nobody's business. She orders drinks from there like crazy food, and I'm like, you know, I I like the idea of putting more on like a Caribbean. Well, she's Panamanian, but I like the fact that she put like a Panamanian Caribbean twist on the on Mexican food. But it's just like what we had. I was expecting like stronger drinks. I was expecting. Yeah, them drinks ain't strong for shit. Them drinks are not strong. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, you know, at least I tried, you know. Yeah, I really love, maybe if you ever give it another shot, try the, you can put different things in a burrito. It doesn't, they have like pork, shrimp, you know, all of that, chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, But the jerk pork burrito with the pineapple and the coconut rice and, oh my gosh, just, (sighs) So Not good. <laughs> then Sunday I went on a date, and then yesterday I went on another date. Oh, and with then, the same guy? Yes. Oh. Tea, please. I. He's cool. I feel like um. Mm-hmm. I think we're really into each other. Mhm. I feel like I could stare at him all day. Mhm. Um, so yes. So far, so good. Good. And then this morning, I had an angel. What is it called? Oh, I don't want to call it the wrong thing. So, you know, I t- last week we were talking about the tarot, the tarot card reading. And then I decided to do like this angel hypnosis thing with her. And so we did it early this morning and it was one of the most interesting things that I've ever experienced. So here's how it goes. She had me lay down in the bed and she had me play. I guess usually this would be in person, but I guess with coronavirus going on or whatever, um, we did it over the phone. 
And so she had me like lay down and play, I guess this, this, um, it was like meditation music. Yeah. Like a thudding type of thing, I guess to like, just get me to be like calm and in a, like a kind of like a hypno, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? Hypnosis kind of meditation kind of space okay. something like that anyways so i did it and then she i guess she was calling on like my guardian angels and so what i told her like my issue is that i think too much like i just live in my head too much and to the point where there's sometimes where my anxiety is just through the roof and yeah yeah no shitting you sometimes i'll be worried about things that don't even matter like, they right. don't even matter. It's just like, that's just how my mind is. And so I told her that. And so she so she had me do this thing where she was like, um, like, call on your guardian, like, talk to your guardian angel. Because, like, she had me, like, close my eyes and get into, like, this meditative state. And so I was, like, talking to my guardian angel, but, like, in my head. Like, I was, like, whatever she told me to say, I was saying, but in my head. So I wasn't saying it out loud. And she was like, tell your guardian angel to like, come here. So I was like, come here, like in my head. Yeah, yeah. There was so much energy in my head. Mm. Like I had this weird, heavy energy in my head. And I'm one of the people like, you can't bullshit me. Like I'm very like, nah, I don't feel it. I don't know. No, Okay. I don't fake the funk. So if I say I feel something, it's because I really, really, really feel it. Right. And so she had me like repeat a few things and say a few things, I guess, to invite my guardian angel like closer to me. And she was like, tell your guardian angel to give you a hug. So I'm like, all right, give me a hug. Yeah, yeah. My shoulders felt so heavy. Ooh. And then she's like, tell your guardian angel to stand over you. So I was like, stand over me. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, my chest felt heavy. I was like, this is so crazy. So anyways, that was like an hour and 30 minutes. Since then, my mind has been at peace. Like, I have not been overthinking today at all. It's like been at a minimum. So so have you ever thought about creating? Because when you, when I, to me, it sounds like you're calling on to your ancestors because that's something that I do. So I have an ancestor altar in my, in my house where... You know, I go to them and I talk to them and I talk to them like I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's something that you may want to look into, um, you know, just to, you know, just to, what's the word? Uh, it is, what's the word? It's to kind of like, you're not worshiping your ancestor. You're just honoring them or right. you're paying homage to them. Mm. And, you know, you ask them. Because remember, they they were once human spirits too. Human, they were living in. They had the human experience as well. So it's, you're, you're not worshiping in them. That's absolutely not. What, and I think that's what a lot of people get confused with. You're literally just calling on them. You're asking them for guidance. You're asking, asking them for protection. You know, you you asking them to help you make the right decisions to to better the bloodline. Exactly. And that's exactly what she had me doing. And then at the end, she was like, "And now you need to thank them. Like you need to sit down. Like." I'm not sit down. She was like, you need to like tell them like thank you for what I, like guiding you. Thank you for helping you. Thank you for even coming into this space right now and just letting you know that they are here. 
And then she was just like, what type of energy? Like, did you get a feminine or a masculine energy? And I was like, I felt like it was a very, very masculine energy. And what was so crazy is when she was like talking to me, she said, she was like, tell your guardian. She was like, tell him, tell him what you mean. Tell him what you mean. Like she just kept saying, I was like, how does she know it's a he? Like, what is she? So then when she was just like, like, what did the energy feel like? And I said, I was like, it felt very masculine. She was like, yeah, I felt the same way. That's why I said he in the middle of the hypnosis. And I was like, yo, this is weird. But mm -hmm. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And it was very cool. And she was like, you know, you can... She was like, now that we've done this now, she was like, you know, you can always do this. She was like, don't get me wrong. Like, it won't... She was like, it's, of course, it's not going to be for this long. But, like, you know, take five minutes out of your day or just, you know, take some time to, you know, center yourself and call on them and, you know, ask them for guidance when you need it. So... Mm -hmm. I thought it was dope and then I had a therapy session. I haven't talked to my therapist in like months. So I'm feeling real at peace right now. Like <laughs> No, and that's and that's the reason why <clears throat> I I started this journey. Now, I personally haven't been to my altar as frequent as I used to be because my boyfriend's here all day every day. Mm. And he just he doesn't understand it. He don't care to understand it. He just doesn't agree with it. And and I just like, I don't like to have, I don't want to create a, an environment where there's like a lot of negative energy, but I would try to do it if I have time. Like, for example, I, between working and the business, what I try to do is like, like say today, if I didn't have anything else to do besides the podcast, he's not here right now, I'll go to my altar. But I, what I mean, like this man is in and out the house all day, every day. It's, you know, it's been crazy, you know, and it's just been like, I, I miss that having that peace where I can talk to them and I feel like I give my problems to them. I'm like, I'll leave, leave it up to them. They'll take it up to God, you know, whatever, whatever's meant for me will be for me. But it's, it's got to a point, I kid you not, I have opened something that I cannot, I no longer have control over. For example, this may sound so crazy to people, but I have to tell you what happened to me yesterday. So... Well, before I get into yesterday, there's been a, there's a lot of things like because I've been on the spiritual journey for such a long time that I learned how to kind of command things and, and speak things into to to fruition and you know speak things into existence. And sometimes I have to be careful what I ask for. Mm. So let me give you guys a quick example. So if you know, if you know me or ever had a conversation with me, you know I don't like having a car. I think, especially living in Brooklyn, is very inconvenient. Especially now, having have, dealing with COVID, it's more even more inconvenient because I'm not going to work. They even they just pushed us going back to the office until October. Okay. So so it's like right now I'm paying for a car note that I car that I barely use. So I literally I actually had a job interview yesterday. Drove out to Long Island, had an interview. And I, leading up to this day, leading up to yesterday, I kept saying, I just want somebody to fucking hit this car. I want to totally. Like, I just fucking can't stand this shit. I can't. I don't want to have a car note. I want to have a job in a city somewhere. Like, I just want to be able, I want to take the fucking train. Because I would literally be saving, like, $650 a month. Okay. If I don't have a car. So this is what I think about all day, every day. I'm home cooking, cleaning, organizing things for the business. You know, just getting things ready. I had a knock on my door. 
Kayana, somebody hit your fucking car. Wow. I'm like, I've run outside. This guy on a dirt bike, he, they, they ride dirt bikes up and down the block, whatever. This motherfucker hit, hit a white car, hit another car, and he flew into my shit. He flew, like, he flew into the windshield, not the windshield, the back window, like, and, and landed on top of the, the, the roof of the car, like, dented up the fucking frame and everything. What? Yes. And I was talking to my mother about it, because this is not the first time I, this happens to me all the time, where I want something, and I am not detailed enough of what I asked for, and shit like this happens. And so uh, my mother, me and my mother was so around and she was just like, yeah, you need to work on your power because you be, you be, every time you talk about something, it happens, but it doesn't, it, it happens, but it doesn't exactly happen the way you want it to. Right. Cause I was like, I was, I was like, damn, I need somebody to hit my shit. I need a, I need a, I need a check. I need this car to be going. I be saying like, I be speaking this shit every day, like nonstop. Like I can't stand this fucking car. Don't get me wrong. It just be the point A to point B. It really doesn't give me no, that much issues. It doesn't give me issues, period. But it's just like, I don't like having a car. Living in Brooklyn, it just doesn't make sense to have a car. And I'm just, I look at my car, my, my car's in the shop now, but it's just like, damn, like I have to be more careful what I asked for because I opened a, a door that I, I, I don't want to close. I just need to be more careful about what I'm asking for. Absolutely. Because this motherfucker has no insurance. He actually hit the dirt bike when the, when the cops came. So when I got outside, the dirt bike wasn't even there. But I ended up getting footage showing that, like from, a, from one of the neighbors, showing that they hit the dirt bike or whatever. But, you know, one of the cars had to get towed. I ended up having to drive my car to my boyfriend's shop yesterday. Like, it, it's been, like, fucking crazy. And they're just like, wow, like, I didn't realize that I opened, like, because I, I used to be really religious with meditating. Mm-hmm. And, and I used to do it for at least 10, 10, 10 minutes a day before I go to sleep. Um, just so it could ease me into sleep so I could have a longer, like, I used to wake up um, during, during the night all the time. Like, I had restless sleep. And <clears throat> meditating helps me a lot. And when I meditate, I always think about the things that, you know, that I want or whatever. And I do it, I did it so much that I feel like I have no control. I have no control or I'm not, I don't know how to command the things that I want in my life. And that, that shit yesterday was, it was, I, I was a, um, I opener for me because I'm like, okay, you need to work on this shit. Yeah. Cause clearly like the power is there. But. Yeah. I'm literally every day. I, I was even on, like earlier yesterday I was on the phone with Nikki. I'm like, I can't wait. I, I, I want somebody to hit this fucking car so fucking bad. And the thing is like the damage is the, the framework on the car is so damaged. Cause I already, I work in insurance. So I know exactly what it's going to be. They're going to pull off the car. And I wasn't ready for the car to be total because I don't have gap insurance. I've been trying to get gap insurance ever since I got the car. But if you guys remember, I've been, I have I got the car right before COVID. So my lien holder, like trying to get in contact with them was damn near impossible because my my concern was not a priority. They was only handling people who were furloughed or laid off or whatever to try to help them with their financial situation because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I never got gap insurance. So if this, when they go into the car tomorrow, so if they total it, if they say like, okay, even though my loan might be 18000 they might say, okay, well, you... We, we value the car at 14, well, no, let's say 13,000. 
minus your deductible, which is $12,000, they're paying my, the lien holder $12,000, and I still have to pay off the car. Because mm. the gap insurance will cover the difference. So I was just like, damn, I got to be more careful. Yeah. I got to be very, very careful. But I, I love, at least I know that it's there. But I just got to learn how to just control a little bit more. Right. Mm. Yeah, so. But I, I, I'm glad that you started this journey. I'm super excited for you. Because I know, like, once you get a hang of it, and you start commanding things, and things start happening the way that you want ha- wanted to happen, you're going to be like, yeah, I can fuck with this shit. Yeah, it was... It was really, really cool. Because I was just like, man, what if I, I done paid the lady this money? What if I don't even feel nothing? Like, what if I'm just laying there like, all right, girl, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was, it was, it, it I, I feel like it has really worked. And um, even for the past, like, two weeks, I... I was like, yo, I think I came down with some type of stomach bug because every day I woke up, I just have not been feeling good. Today, my stomach has not hurt at all. I'm like, mm. what the hell is going on? Exactly. But you got to think about it this way, right? I would say like this. There's a reason why, and I'm not going to say African spirituality. I'm going to say indigenous spirituality because... Everywhere around this world, they have spiritual practices prior to them being introduced to Christianity. Because remember, Christianity is the, 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 the newest, newest form of religion out there. It's the youngest. It's the baby. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, they pretty much are the same in some shape or form, just probably different names, and I might do things a little differently. There's a reason why certain things were cut off. Like, let's think about African spirituality. Let's think about voodoo. They demonized it. They made it out to be something so scary, something so evil. You're worshiping the dead. No, we are honoring and paying homage to our ancestors. That's where the zombie com- um, complex came from. And it's just like, why would you want us to, to disconnect from our bloodline that can lead us? Why are you trying to disconnect us from, um, um, from who we are. Like, I think about little things like that. Like, I think about, like, there's a reason why, as melanated people, that our hair grows up and not grow down like everyone else. So when we are, are we disconnecting ourselves from our higher self when we're braiding our hair and putting extensions in it and wearing weaves and wigs? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's our antenna to the universe. That's our antenna to God. Like, we might, we are the closest thing to God. We were made in his image. So I think about things like that. And also think about like the pyramids. How could they make the pyramids? What technology did they have at that time? And I'm not talking about just the pyramid in, in Egypt. I'm talking about pyramids around the world. Right. How did they make that? How, did, how, how was the precision so precise? With what technology? Word. And if you go, if you really study hieroglyphics and like they will show you like there is other beings out there like in the hieroglyphics, they show you, like, UFOs in the hieroglyphics, mm-hmm. like, guiding them. So it's just like, are, are we disconnecting ourselves from that? You know what I'm saying? So I always try to keep an open mind, like, why do they demonize voodoo? And I'm like, because I think that we have something in us that is untapped mm-hmm. that if we, if we don't 
if, if we keep it hidden and locked, we will never have the power. Like, like I said, I command everything. Everything I want happens. I'm able to control that. So if, imagine well, every black person just wakes up and decides to start commanding shit. Word. Shit would be lit. Yeah, it would be a different, it would be a whole different narrative. We'd be singing a whole different tune. I agree. Yeah, I think we have to get those, um, like the the things that we've seen about African spirituality and like voodoo, the negative things. I think we need to get those things out of our mind because I feel like anytime I ever seen those things, it was more so to um, cast a horrible spell on somebody or something. And mm-hmm. so I think that that's when people mention that like that's what they do i think people automatically think it's a negative thing and so they just write it off but yeah i totally agree like maybe they did paint it in such a negative aspect because like they didn't want us to open that third eye or something it's like Mm -hmm. i'd rather just keep you right here like let me just control you with you know the basics and and not even give you access to like your real power that you can truly tap into yeah absolutely Mm -hmm absolutely you know so i'm just i always try to keep that in mind and i always try to stay grounded and try to find some way to to stay in connection with it because i'm like i'm so busy and i'm about to just get even busier um and i'm like okay i have to make time to to meditate i have to make time to talk to my ancestors so they can protect me and guide me you know so they can send messages to god for me you know um like i said because to me i look at my ancestors as like they're my they're my advocates um, because they, like I said, they live the the human experience already. Mm-hmm. They may not live in, they might not have experienced modern day, but they have they have an idea, right? Of what's going on, even when it comes to relationships or just bills or whatever, they have a pretty good idea, right? So you know, I would try to keep that in mind, um, you know, and you know, I, I try to just reject and you know just not listen to the people be like that this tells us that we're going to hell and it's not of god and i'm like you know it's just crazy to me but i'm like super excited that you on the spiritual journey i want you to send me her information because i would love to know more about this lady that you went to we'll do i'll definitely send it to you no she was she was cool real cool um what did you think about this wap video and this song that every all the men are seem to be quite pissed about i just feel like first of all i really honestly truly i don't like the song um and it has nothing to do with the her talking about them talking about their pussy or anything like that i just don't it doesn't doesn't do anything for me um but i just feel like it's very hypocritical in so many different ways on the song part it feels like it's missing something right yeah it's like it's i feel like it's not complete yes so when i had first listened to it i i I watched the video on youtube and of course youtube like it's it's all clean so i was just like i'm not gonna like you don't get to get like the full um like a full feeling for the song because it's clean and the song is like so dirty so then i listened to it on apple music and I was just like, I mean, it's cool. I think more so it's, it's about the, the video is a big deal. More so than the actual song. Because I like how hard Megan Thee Stallion was coming. But I don't know, something about the song, I just was like, it's cool, but it's not. I like the holes in this house little part that plays. I, I don't know. I just, it's like, 
it's it I don't know, I just can't get into it. It's like with Megan and Stallion, she she raps so hard. And then you have Cardi B who just can't pronunciate anything. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm not throwing shit shit at the ladies because I really do like them and there's a lot of songs that I do like. It's just like I don't know if it's the features itself. It's just that it's not working for me. It's not I don't know. But honestly, I just think that it's very hypocritical that people making a big deal about the song. But I'm like, little Kim been rapping about her pussy forever. You have artists like Patra. Let's talk about like even just think about dance hall artists who've been talking about their talking about what they can do with their you know their vagina you know whatever mm-hmm. and I'm just like why why right now is this song such a big deal is it because they're super mainstream right now and I'm just like even if so how many times have you guys listened to men all the time talking about sucking they, they want their dick sucked or even think about Little John and Eastside Boys some of the music that they put out has been reckless as fuck about how what they doing to women and shit like that that's true. And we danced so, to it. We had a good old time. Everybody mm-hmm. did. Nobody like, come complained. On. I think it's very hypocritical. And I just feel like, you know, it's just like it goes back to misogyny. It goes back to, um, uh, you know, a patriarchal society. You know, men want it to be their way. And I feel like, you know what? I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of men, y'all listen to music that talk about shooting people and selling drugs to the community. And, you know... Your baby mama ain't shit. Your mama never loved you. Your daddy left. You know, all this other shit like that. But this woman talking about what she can do. She's literally talking about her pussy and what she's doing to her man. Right. Cardi B's a married woman. Hello. A whole married woman. So, I mean... Or even think about Nicki Minaj. Nicki, Nicki Minaj is a married woman with a child on the way. So, I mean, I don't see why, what, what, it's okay to talk about your experience. Like, people make it okay to talk about your experience, but you can't talk about that. And I just think that's kind of, it's kind of fake and phony to me. Yeah, I agree. I think another thing that annoyed me was when I saw, like, a few parents make comments like, now my daughter got to hear this and what's she going to think that you need to sleep with a man to go to school or to help you or that, you know you want to talk about your pussy all day and i'm just like uh, i remember when i was young i remember a whole bunch of like trifling ass songs even now like if there are some songs that like i'll hear now and i know all the words to them and i'm like where was my mom mm-hmm. when like why do i know all the words to this disgusting ass song and i know that when that song came out i was like 12 or something you get like real young but it never it's like, no, my mom raised me. I'm like, why are y'all letting... If this makes such a big difference on your child's life, then you have failed. Yeah, then you failed. Because, I, I don't get me wrong, I do feel like the artists have a, a, a slight responsibility, right? I do feel like that... I do believe that they do need to be a little bit more conscientious about the things that they project and put out. But at the same time, like, you are supposed to be that reinforcement, because when your child enters into this world, they're going to be exposed to different shit, whether it comes from a music video, a song, or whatever. Hell, they can go to school and, and hear about sex and dicks and what they did in the staircase or whatever. It's your duty to really just rear them and to guide them. That's what you're supposed to do. Because let me say something. I was listening to Little Kim like it ain't nobody business Hell yeah. in middle school. Are you kidding me? 
I was I love going to my 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 uncles my, like my uncles uh some of my uncles are Caribbean so I love to go to their like their Caribbean barbecues and I'd be listening to the old school reggae and seeing seeing the women wind up their ways and they patting themselves patting their pom pom I loved it but it never made me want to go and have sex early. That's what my mama was playing that. Like I was reciting Trina. <laughs> yes. Word for word. And yeah, I never I don't know, it didn't make me be like, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go have a threesome tomorrow. Like, no, you a kid. But also another thing for me was that it, these parents, it just shows me that you you have some type of insecurity in your parenting. And also, it shows that you don't even know or trust your child. Mm. Because if you were effective enough in their upbringing and how you raise them, you shouldn't trust your child that no matter what comes into their path, you should trust them enough that they will use the tools that you gave them to make the right decisions. Right. So if a song like WAP comes out, with Cardi B and, or whoever, or you see something, a song with Spice in it or whatever, you should know that your child's not going to go out there and act a fool and just give them, give themselves to anybody. These are, mind you, these are grown women making grown decisions. And most of the time they talk about dealing, doing, with, doing it with their man, not random people. Right. So, again, the responsibility does fall on you, but I do believe that there are some people out there, there's some children out there that don't have guidance like that. So they have no choice but to look at some of these artists as a role model. So, yes, I do believe that there's a slight responsibility that should be on the artist. I get that, but it's like, if that's the case, that should have started like forever ago. Like, but it has. Let's like, not. People have taken accountability. No, I know, but what I'm saying is like, let's not care now that two women are. They they're only mad because it's two women. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's it. Like, men say the most craziest shit ever, in songs about women disrespecting women. They talk about how they beat women. They talk about all types of shit, and it mm-hmm. it's not a problem. Everybody in the club dancing to it. These two yeah. women talk about what they do with their vagina. And now all of a sudden, like, they're a bad influence. Nobody should listen to them. I'm, first of all, if how about YouTube for kids is crazy. They be putting so much shit in between them videos that you think your kid is watching. Mm-hmm. The suggestions. Yeah. I just feel like there are just so many other things to be worried about, but... At the end of the day, I just think they're just mad because it's two women talking about what they do. And then everybody was, there was a petition going around to uh, take Kylie Jenner out of the video, which I was like. That was dumb. I was like, why do y'all care so much? Like, I was even talking to this guy about it because he sent the petition to me. And he's like, oh, sign it. I was like, Kylie Jenner is a millionaire. Billion, sorry. Okay. Let me correct you. Kylie Jenner is a billionaire. That's the le- the least of my concerns about Kylie Jenner is her being walking through a video and opening a door in a leopard outfit. I'm like, why are y'all so up in arms about this? Like, this is some real like 
hater shit. Oh, she didn't do yeah. nothing. They it was nothing but talented people in there, and then it's her. She don't even do nothing. And then someone was saying like, okay, you know how Normani was in there and she was dancing, and I guess how Kylie Jenner she just opened the door. They were like, and that is the that is exactly what goes on between black women and white women like black women we always have to do the most and look at kylie jenner all she did was open the door and i was like y'all are thinking too hard in this shit normani is a performer mm-hmm. that's what she does she is a trained dancer and singer kylie jenner is an entrepreneur we all know we all know that the white privilege is the reason why she is where she's at. But at the end of the day, the girl's a billionaire. What did y'all want her to do in this fucking music video? Why are y'all so mad? I was like, yo, I feel like I don't know. I just feel like sometimes people put their energy in all the wrong places. Like, why don't you go and figure out how you can be a billionaire? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why don't you go figure out what type of deals chris jenner got going on that makes that got all her kids running around here billionaires and millionaires because ain't none of them broke they all doing good so i was just like i'm not signing that shit like what it's it's just dumb it's just i don't know i just thought it was dumb yeah it is i just want people to um focus on other things uh but no, I thought the video was cool. But yeah, I'm just like you with the song. I did it didn't really it just felt like something was missing and I didn't know exactly what it was, but I think it's cool. I think it's a um it's a bop, I guess. Yeah, I'm not I'm I'm like, eh, you know. It's whatever. I'm like I'm I i will not be listening to it. And not it's not because of the pussy or them talking about it. It's just just not my thing. Right. I don't like the beat. I don't like any of it. Right. Uh, Joe Biden has picked Kamala Harris for his running mate. What do you mm-hmm. think? I don't even care. Mm. This has to be like the worst election ever. That's a literally exactly what I thought once I seen that it was announced. I was just like... <sighs> it's... it's- it's just I don't I don't like what am I supposed to do? Like seriously, what am I with the options that was provided to us? What are we supposed to do? It's I'm all, not impressed. It's all bad. Yeah, it's I'm not. I'm not impressed. I don't particularly care. It's, and it's like. It's crazy because I tell people all the time, like, I feel like Trump's presidency actually didn't really affect me. I remember you saying that. It does not, it has not affected me. What I want, I, I'm like, I don't, don't get me wrong, he's an asshole and he, he is putting things in place that's going to affect a lot of people, which I think is fucked up. But I'm like, I need, what, what is concerning to me right now? is I need the, the pedophilia ring to just be non-existent. And I feel like if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris or Kamala gets into office, all that shit is going to 
hit the, it's, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna disappear and that's what i don't want mm. so i i'm like i'm stuck between a rock and a hard place because i don't know it's fucked up maybe we need to look at other presidential candidates maybe this this election should maybe open your eyes to look at other other political parties because there's plenty of them we just don't know about them right we always feel like it's only red or blue we have to choose and we don't have to has any other party ever won no um i don't think so. i don't know i think i think we did have a president that was independent before oh okay i think we had like one i'm not sure y'all know yeah, I'm definitely not looking forward to November. It's just, I don't feel like I saw a lot of people celebrating, a lot of people putting emphasis on the fact that, like, you know, we have a black woman who um, was chosen to be Biden's running mate for vice president. But is she, but, but is she, come on, is she really black? She's hot. Like I'm, I'm, I'm tired of making people. I, I'm tired of putting labels on people to 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 make us feel better about a situation. Like Obama, Obama is mixed. Kamala is mixed. And what concerns me sometimes is that, and I'm trying to choose my words a little carefully. Why? Is, because it's because I'm I'm trying because I I have a habit of saying things that um it comes off the wrong way and I'm trying to be tactful and think of and choose my words carefully so people can understand it better. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I don't want nobody to feel attacked. You wanna you wanna get the message out there in a way that people yeah. understand it and they don't so, feel a way about it. Okay. Yep. Right. And the thing is is that and this is something that goes to goes for Obama and Kamala. A lot of times, especially, I know we, we always be like, well, we just have to be asked somebody black in office. It doesn't matter where they're from or whatever. But not sometimes that's not necessarily true. And I feel like a lot of times Obama, Obama really didn't do much for black people is because he can't not relate to the black American experience because he doesn't have a black American father. Same thing with Kamala. She doesn't really understand because she doesn't have a black American father. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like, yes, we'd be happy that somebody is in office, but I, I, I be, I'm like, okay, it's one thing if you came maybe from a two parent, two parent household that was um, predominantly black, regardless of where they from in the diaspora, cool. But you grew up in a household where it's mixed, and so I can't, I don't feel comfortable sometimes even asking for these people to advocate for us when they don't have a lineage that that that's from here. So, like, I don't know what, what, like, how many times have we heard from people that are not black American, oh, we're lazy because this makes no sense how we got X, Y, and Z here, and then I was able to come over here and was able to attain all these things. Not taking into consideration the system that was placed to affect the people that were born here. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. And I feel like if, if, if a black Americans win, everybody wins. That That's just how I look at it. So it's just like for her to be in 
in a position for so long, especially as a district attorney, and for her to implement certain things as a district district attorney that affected black Americans, and she did not empathize and didn't give a fuck, as her actions are very questionable. I agree. Very questionable. So to me, she's very pro pro police, which is okay too, because let me say something. Yesterday, I almost killed that man that hit the car, and if the police wasn't there, calming me the fuck down and understanding and soothing me, <laughs> you know, I, it would have been a different story. And then, you know, there are actually there are great police officers out there, but there's certain, there's there's levels to it. Absolutely. And she wants to she doesn't want to defund it or even try to allocate the funds in a certain way or a certain manner to create other forces or police forces that handle certain disputes. It's either black or white. And you have to understand that a lot of time, like what I realize is that especially people who are like an Obama or like a Kamala, they always want to group us in as people of color or minorities. And it's like, no, my experience is not like theirs. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to have a race to see who has the worst experiences. No, but it, it is what it is. It's a fact. Right. It's a known fact from financial institutions, from the school to prison pipeline. Our experiences are totally different, especially if you have a bloodline starting here from here. So I always keep those things in consideration. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying that if you are not a black American, you cannot relate. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that a lot of times your parents' cultural experiences or what they t- taught you from where they're from can influence how you think and perceive things. And I don't know if it will benefit me. Mm. Absolutely. So that, that's something that I always, you know, I keep in mind. And it's like, there's plenty of people who have a Caribbean back- background that, that are in politics that I fucking love, you know? You know, and, and, and or, the, or, or African background that advocates for us because they get it, they understand it. But her ass and Obama's ass, they show me something totally different. Mm. So I can't, I cannot, I'm sorry, I cannot say that I'm happy that Biden chose her. I think he's playing fucking chess. Me too. And and, and it's just like, okay, the, the, it, the, it fits the, the the narrative right now. Because if, honestly, I, if I met Kamala, if I didn't know that her mother was Indian, you would think she was a black woman. Yeah. 100% through and through. But she's not. And I don't like the code switching when you around certain groups of people. You black when you're with us, but you're a person of color when you're around other people. I don't like that shit. So I don't. I don't know. I I don't know. I personally just don't care, and I just try to, like I said, I try to keep those things in consideration. Especially like how many times have Lauren? We're like me, you, and Dawn are like the only black Americans anywhere. That's true. <laughs> so it's just like. When we go to places and people be like, y'all don't have a culture, y'all leave, we'll be like, um, yeah. And this, this is a constant fight for us. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, I, I do kind of give it a little side. I'm like, I hope that you keep us in your in, in, in mind when you're running for office. Because mm. all skin folk ain't kin folk. Absolutely. Oh. And, I, you know, it's, sometimes I feel like we're just happy with... Um, quote unquote representation but sometimes representation ain't really like representing for us any yeah 
Exactly. Because even think about, I think about like the Stokely Carmichael's. Like he, he was tr- from Trinidad. He advocated for us. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or you think about like, um, damn, I just had him on the top of my tip of my tongue. Uh, gosh, what is his name? I, why, I just had his name like in my mind. Anyway, um, you know, there's so many. Or you think about like a, a Shirley Chisholm, you know, advocating for us. That is, that's what I want to see. It's just like other things. Like I just, like I said, I just always keep in the back of my mind based on the conversations that I have with peers or people that we call our friends and how they perceive us. So I'm thinking like if they, if they was to get into office, what would they do? You know, yeah, I don't even, I try my hardest not to even have them conversations because it makes me feel so uncomfortable and it makes me get a little angry because I'm just like, why do y'all, like, why do y'all even think y'all could be here comfortably? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, come it's on. It's mad like, disrespectful. We have mad to, disrespectful. We really have to think and educate ourselves before we start um, making certain statements because it's just very incorrect. And like you said, it's, it's super disrespectful. And um, I've... I honestly feel like that's only maybe an issue, I think, in New York and maybe in other um, places that are close by because I grew up in, like, St. Louis and <clears throat> Illinois and I, li- I lived in Georgia for a while. Like, I lived all over because I'm a military kid, but I always felt like New York is the only place where, like, a black person would come up to me and they'd be like, what are you? And I'm, like, African-American. And they'd be like, that's it? You're not any... Yeah. Oh, you don't even know where you're from then. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, basically. (laughs) And that shit gets me mad, too, because, yeah, I do know where I'm from. The same way if your parents didn't migrate over here, you'll still be from that island or that country. So so if you're trying to talk about as a black person not knowing where you come from, you still don't know where you come from. You just migrated somewhere else. Right. No, that's true. So that doesn't even make any fucking sense. And that's why I just, like, I, I tried to, like, avoid those conversations. But it's just, like, I can't help it. Because I can't stand stupidity. Yes. And especially if you call, me, if you want to be in my presence and you want to call me as your friend, like respect, respect me like I respect you and how I'm open minded to learning about you and your culture and things like that. Reciprocate it. I agree. That's all I'm asking. Just reciprocate it. Because if I was to say something ignorant about you and your people, it World War Ten up in this bitch. Mm-hmm. That's true. It would be. And especially like oh, everybody who fucking died over here, who shed their blood, who who lost their jobs to make a fucking point for everybody to come over here, and you're gonna give you're gonna give their 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 descendants your ass to kids, their ass to kids, like yeah. what? Like I think that's fucked up. Yeah, it is. You know, and that's why I just like you know I just I don't know. Like I sometimes like I just wish that, <laughs> like. My when I when I speak to my grandmother and she tells me about how growing up with other people from different other different black folks from different parts of the world, it was, she thought it was a totally different experience. You didn't have all that ignorant shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just hope if she does, if they do win, you know, I hope that she keeps us in mind and not just focus on people of color and you know um, things like that. Like no. If you're gonna focus on black people, focus on black people here, because we need a narrative that's pushed. 
Right. I mean, that's just not my opinion. No, I totally agree. Yeah, so when I saw it, I was just like, uh, it is what it is. I definitely think Joe Biden just did that to further secure the black vote at the end of the day. He's not, because people don't, black people don't like her. But I think a lot of, I think there are a lot of people who just want to see somebody black any or some as close to black as they could be they just want to see that type of representation and so they will get that vote they definitely will um yeah and i think so there's a man that he has like over the years he has predicted all of the uh presidential elections and he predicted that joe biden would win this year and he's never been wrong so they say so Mm. If he wins, so what he said? What he say? Wait, repeat that again. He predicted that Joe Biden would win this year, and they said he's never been wrong with his presidential um, election predictions. Mm. Mm. Um. But yeah, I totally agree, and I I definitely think if Joe Biden does win, I don't. I mean, I don't want anybody to fucking win. Like I'm just over this shit. But they're definitely going to cover up all of that pedophilia shit. Because it's kind of been a little quiet for that pedophilia shit anyways. For like, you know, we're up in arms about things for like two weeks. And after that, you never hear about it again. So something else crazy happens like a month later. And then everybody's up in arms again. It's like it's like an up-down type of situation all the time. Mm-hmm. Um... <sighs> 2020 is like draining. It's very interesting, yeah. <laughs> the only thing we can do is just keep fucking pushing. Literally. It's like the only thing to do. So we are at the end of the episode, the very last episode. I'm kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? You have something bigger and better coming your way anyway. So I do. And I like I, I start school next month, so I need to prepare for that mm-hmm. and get in the zone. Um, yeah, yeah. Let them know what you have coming up that you want to speak about. What, what's this OnlyFans? Give me a hint. I was joking. <laughs> Give us a hint. No, oh, you're not I'm doing so no OnlyFans? Like, I'm so sick of my job. Like, I'm about to just quit and quit and just show my pussy on the fucking line. Because I just can't, I can't do it. Like, it's just too stressful. Like, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but I think my job is setting us up to to fire people. Yes, you did say that. And it's getting worse to the point, like, I had a meeting with my supervisor today. And I said, and I told, I told her straight up. I said, I said, I'm gonna be real honest with you. I said, I'm gonna be real honest with you because it's, I, this ain't my rodeo either. Cause me, and I was going back and forth. And I said, cause she's like, you know, I, I've been a supervisor for this many years, and I know how to do, you know, what you need to do. And I said, this ain't my. It's, I said, yesterday was my five year anniversary with this company, technically. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, I said, this ain't my first rodeo either. I'm, I, I, I get promotions like ain't nobody's business in this in this piece. Understand that. But I said, what, I'm going to tell you, because the way they got us doing things is just like, there's no structure to our day. It's, it's just mass chaos. Mass chaos. It's like, before COVID, you used to be able to, when you come in, you check your voicemails, your emails, you work your new claims, then you go into your old claims, and in between, you just answer phone calls. Now, it's like, you have you, ha- you have two hours to do everything. Mind you, at the end of the day, I got a claim 
with six different people on there. Six different vehicles. Mind you, everybody's injured. I got to get interviewed from all of them. How am I going to call? How am I supposed to answer emails with six in two hours plus work this new claim without to get interviews from everybody? So it, what ends up happening, it affects your numbers. Mm-hmm. So if it affects my numbers, then what happens? You out of here. You out of there because they got to they gotta cut costs somewhere because they, they, they missed out on so much money this year. Mm-hmm. So what ends up so what ends up happening is that somebody gonna be on a chopping block. That's why I was diligently applying to jobs. And that's why I'm on a job interview yesterday because I'm not gonna fire me. I, I, I got too many things to do. How do you feel and about I'm the a, interview? I feel what the fuck was that? Um sorry, so saw a light just jump off in my room. Um I feel very optimistic about my interview. Mm-hmm. Um I feel I mean, I, I really, I don't want to be in Long Island, especially with this car situation now. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Um, it's, like, crazy. Like, I, I really prefer to be in a city. I prefer to just stay in Brooklyn, honestly. Like, if I could find a job in Brooklyn, I would do it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, hopefully... You won't be on the chopping block, and you can head out before yeah. it even gets there, cause that's some bullshit. But I yeah, I'm telling think, you, I definitely think that could be a really nice little lawsuit if enough of y'all can get together. Like if it happens to enough people, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these businesses know how to write little things into like your um, your your business contracts and shit to where they can get away with any and everything because the shit just goes right over your head so um but no yeah so let them know where they can find you um you can find me on my business page vivify body vivify is spelled v like victor i v like victor i f like frank y the word body then dot and i just want to say thank you for being on this podcast weekly with me because like you're so smart and interesting and your point of views on things i think you know i you can definitely be harsh sometimes (laughs) but i've always felt like you have a voice that i like i i love hearing your point of views on things and you're just you're educated as well so I really enjoy that. And I feel like you've educated me a lot. And you may you also made me realize I need to read more. So Yeah. I think we all do. We can do a better job at that. You know, and it doesn't always mean opening a book. It's just you know, just looking for information, just reading more about about what's going on in the world and stuff. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you for lending your time and doing the show with me. Um, cause you're dope. Thank you. You're dope too. Thank you. And we we have more work to do together anyway. So yeah. Anyway, definitely. we got we got shit to do. I want to say thank you guys for tuning in weekly. Thank you for listening. I got a few like just super positive uh, messages on Instagram, and some of you guys are like, "Oh my god!" Like someone was like, "My heart sank last really? show next week," and I was like. And I was just like, yeah, but then she was just like, you know what? Thank you for the space that you and Yaya created. 
because it has helped me a lot and you guys have helped me get through work like i, know, I just got a, a few positive messages and i was like oh like it's dope when you make a difference right and you're not even really trying like you just being yourself giving your opinions on things telling your stories but um i feel like everything that we share there are people who take little bits from that and they are inspired or you know they feel empowered in some way just you know we i just you know we don't know how we affect people but you know you guys tune in weekly and you've listened and so just thank you i appreciate it keep following me i do i'm working on something but i don't have like an eta for it i just know it's coming soon i just can't tell yeah, you when. Excited. Um, but yeah, so this is the last show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And this is so bittersweet. I know. It's so sweet. But you know what? You know, sometimes you just gotta close that door and just keep going. Yes. On um onward and upward. So mm-hmm. <sighs> man. I, I never even thought about this day. I try, like, even all throughout the week, my friends are like, so what's the last episode going to be? What are you going to do? Are you going to do something very... And I was just like, I don't know. I kind of just want it to be a regular show. I don't want to put too much pressure on it. Um, I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself, especially because I've, I've just, like, my anxiety has just been so high for the past few weeks that I was like, I don't even want to stress myself out trying to create, like, the perfect last show right so i was like you know what let's just let it i just want it to be normal i just want it to be a good last show where we touch up on a few topics and then that's it so again thank you guys for listening thank you yaya um no problem. and follow us because we got dope shit coming yeah and buy from yaya go buy everything thank you buy everything so she can quit her job and she can fully (laughs) support herself and she does not have to deal with anybody in their bullshit and so that she can create even more businesses yes thank you please go buy vivify body co thank Um, you and bye guys thanks for listening bye